Hello, and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I am your host and elder, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to season four, episode 18, which is entitled The Complete and First Mentioned Principle. This is relative to how you are studying your word and having a different approach so that you can get more out of what you are in fact looking to um, understand, looking for a greater revelation, etc., and just a overall better contextual understanding of what the scriptures are saying and what God is and what God has intended for for you to understand out of the particular uh, His Word, but out of particular, but out of the particular, excuse me, passage that you may be may be studying, etc. So two principles here, and there are more than more than just these two, but these two are really um, important to me as they all are. But I like these because they're it's it's really thorough and it really helps establish the foundation for which you are attempting to um, extract um, the understanding. You know, we always want to promote and practice good hermeneutics and hermeneutics and exegesis. And it is important First of all, that we do practice good hermeneutics and exegesis because we want to make sure that we are not um, practicing eisegesis, which is putting our own interpretation into what God has already established. See, when we get into that, then we're off into something. Uh, we're we're in the in the red zone. We're in the place where we shouldn't be. It's illegal to be there because we aren't to change what God has already established for us. Where it is up to us. Uh, if we are truly desiring to do the will of the Father, is to make sure that we are studying well. Make sure that we are studying the Word of God well enough so that we can be obedient to what He has said and what what has the Lord said to us. Two Timothy two fifteen. Study to show thyself approved unto man. No, unto your brother, unto your sister, unto your wife, unto your children, unto your boss. No, it doesn't say that. It says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we understand that because we're not coming up with our own interpretation of the scriptures, that we should find a, a similarity, a parallel, on uh, a, a, a consistent understanding as we grow deeper in the revelations of the things of God. We should find unity in those things because it is God's word it is one truth. It is one foundation. Amen. Song says, my hope is building nothing less. Hallelujah. So we're hoping and our desire is that we would um, be in the center of God's will, be in the center of what he needs us to understand. Amen. So that we can what rightly divide the word of truth. We can help minister to people. We can help bring people out of ignorance. We can help bring people out of out of places that they should not be in. So with this idea and this um, principle of complete and first we what we are essentially um, talking about is really searching the scriptures and making sure that we find a consistent um, position that God is giving us in his word amen because God is not all over the place let's let's establish that God is not he's not up today down tomorrow they're like like up today and down tomorrow like we can be God is consistent amen and we want to be able to, to make sure that we are like our fathers. Amen. And we want to be consistent in practicing good Bible study 
and interpreting the scriptures. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you, it takes time. It takes fasting. It takes praying. It takes uh, getting sharp with other believers. It takes standing up for the gospel. Amen. It takes some trials. It takes some tribulations. It takes some uncomfortableness. It takes some study. It takes some um, putting away old practices. It takes some adapting new practices such as these that will, will all benefit you in your developing your relationship with the Lord. Amen. So the first one that I just want to go over is the first mention principle, actually. And the first mention principle is is like what it what it sounds like. The first mention of something. OK, the first mention of something is like the the introduction or the as um, Kevin Connors puts it, he says, generally, the first mention gives the truth in seed form. So that's like the, the very foundation of what something is going to be. Right. But we understand that if we want to find out in totality, if that remains consistent throughout the word of God from Genesis to Revelation, then we need to incorporate what's called the complete mention principle. And the complete mention principle entails looking at a term, excuse me, looking at a term from the beginning, meaning Genesis 1, 1 to the end. What's the end? What's the end of the scriptures? Revelation, right? So we look at Genesis 1, 1 to Revelation 22, 21, and we follow a particular term or an idea that's first mentioned, and we follow it all the way throughout the text to see um, what God is establishing and how, if at all, it changes throughout those times that it is mentioned subsequently from that first time. Does that, does that make sense? So for example, we can look at elder, right? We can look at the word elder, E-L-D-E-R. And of course we know that um, each time we see a particular term, it's going to be, um, you know, in the context of something different. But what we do is we look at what it means in that context and we follow it along to see if there's anything changed, if there's anything added. And that's important because what? That adds to our understanding of how God is using words, how he's using uh, these different contexts to um, add to our understanding. Amen. So, for example, as I said, we'll use elder and elder occurs from Genesis to Revelation, a total of 20 times. And I'm talking about that word specifically, E-L-D-E-R. Okay, if you if you make any um, changes to to the word, then obviously you're going to get a different result. Now, if I were to type in and look up elders or put a search on elders, E-L-D-E-R-S, that would return me one hundred and seventy five verses from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. So. Again, it's important. First mention, let's go through this. First mention of elder is found in Genesis 10, 21. Genesis 10, 21. And we can see that it means Galdol or short or shortened Galdol. And that difference is the spelling. But it means it's an adjective and it means great. Okay, the reference number for that in the Strong's is 1419 for your own uh, Bible study. Now it's it's we're going to keep moving forward. It's mentioned in Genesis 25, 27, 29, 
but from Genesis, the first two mentions of it, Genesis 10 to 25, it changes. So from 25, elder is rap, and it means much, many, great captain or chief. So we see the addition of captain or chief from the first mention of it in Genesis 10. It also comes with a different strong number in the 7227. So keep moving forward. Genesis 27, 19. It remains 14, 19, which is Galdal. 1 Samuel 18, 1 Kings 2, 22. Same thing, adjective meaning great, large magnitude and in number, intensity, loud, older, as in in age, loud as in sound, importance, important things, great, distinguished of men. And then it also means God himself, of God, great things, haughty things, greatness. Okay, moving on to Job, we have a new Strong's reference and we have a, a new uh, Hebrew Greek term. So Job 15 will give us Yom, Y-O-W-M. It means day, time, year. Okay. As opposed to, it says day as opposed to night, 24 hour period as defined by evening and morning in Genesis 1, the division of time. Okay. So now we're up to three, um, three interpretations of the term elder from where we started of Genesis 10, 21. And now we're going to be introduced to another one in Job 32 and 4. And it's Zach Quinn. Strong's reference number 2205, and it means old, old as in of humans, and then elder, which means of those having authority. So now we see authority introduced into it. And we, we know what Job was. Job was the, um, had a, a, a great reputation, a great rapport with God, amen, and he was allowed to be tested by the enemy, but his life couldn't be touched. All right. So we know he had some of his friends come over, try to, try to give him some counsel, his wife, etc. We know that story. If not, we can go into that another time. We want to focus on this complete and first mentioned principle. And as we see so far, we have what? One, two, three, four instances of what elder can mean. E-L-D-E-R. We move to Ezekiel. Uh, and the, the next three instances of it are the same. 1419, Galdal, adjective meaning great. Now, that's the end of the Old Testament mentions. We move to the New Testament starting at Luke 15, 25, and we are introduced with yet another um, uh, definition of it. Luke 15, 25, elder is presbyteros, and it means elder of age. And now we have yet another uh, definition added to that and it's a term of rank or office okay presbyteros 42-45 is a Strong's reference okay our next next interpretation our next mention is Romans 9-12 and it's mesion it means greater larger elder stronger with a new Strong's reference 3187 Okay, and then we go to Timothy 1, 5 and 1, 5 and 2, Timothy 1, uh, 1 Timothy 5, 19, and it all uh, utilizes 42, 45, which is presbyteros, age, 
referring uh, in the second mention of Timothy 5.2, referring to older women. And then 5.19 is referring to leadership in the church. Okay. First Peter introduces some presbyterals, a fellow elder. 48.50, that's another mention. First Peter 5 goes back to our first mention, which was what? 14.19. And then we conclude final two references. Second John 1.1, 1, 1, 3 John 1.1, 1, 1, presbyterals. And that means rank or office with a Strong's reference of 42.45. So the reason for this search is just to establish that elder is in fact a title that is for um, leadership in the church as well as what we understand it to be just in a, from a natural basis. Elder is someone that's older, right? So we, we understand how it, how it is in fact used throughout scripture. So that can help you. Um, this was just a simple, you know, we hear the, the term elder, you know, at your church, you may hear el the, el the, the team of elders. Uh, you, may, you may not hear that. You may hear pastors, right? But just in terms of just your own, understanding if you do do a search for pastor in the king james you'll see a single reference for that remember how you do your search impacts the results now if i do pastors p-a-s-t-o-r-s then it'll it will return me with eight references and you you may have said you may know one uh, Ephesians 4.11, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, okay? All right, so the first mentioned principle, what does it do? And in, uh, as, as a recap, the first mentioned principle is used to show the seed or the introductory understanding of a particular term. If you want to know if it changes throughout scripture, let's say you only use Maybe you only read the New Testament and you find a term. Good Bible study will have you, will make it mandatory. If you want a, a thorough understanding, you will have to start from Genesis 1. Even if it's not mentioned Genesis 1, you have to start there because that's the beginning of God's work, of what we have, Genesis to Revelation. And from there, wherever it starts, you would follow that through the Old Testament and pick up wherever you were in the New Testament and follow it to the end of the word of God, which is revelation. Amen. That is what we call the complete mention principle. Now, let me tell you, this is not for the faint of heart. This is for those who hunger and thirst for more of God, who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled, who hunger for a deeper revelation, a deeper, a deeper level of discernment, a deeper level of intimacy with our father. Amen. That that will take you really digging into the scriptures, searching the scriptures, meditating day and night, wanting to make sure that your understanding is sound. Amen. So complete mention, the complete mention principle and the first mention principle, I would encourage you to add to your Bible study. Amen. Again, it can be exhaustive depending upon the term that you may be looking up. Midst M-I-D-S-T, for example, 274 verses. Women, W-O-M-E-N, 169 verses. Man, 
2,331 verses. And again, following it from verse to verse to establish, uh, to understand what God has established to help your understanding is important to go through. It is time consuming. Let me tell you, it is time consuming, but you will be able to do it. Amen. You will be able to do it. You stay, stay encouraged. And if you know, your, your sincerity will, uh, your sincerity of wanting to know uh, more about the Lord and understand his plan for your life and to understand some of the things that you're going through, etc. This, this, this type of Bible study will get you through that stuff and you will be happy, happy to, to put the work in. Amen. Because you're not just going to have this awesome relationship with the Lord without, without putting anything into the relationship. It, it, it's not going to happen. You don't, we don't see that in scripture. We don't see, we just don't see Moses, um, being this great prophet unmatched like anyone else ever without going through the things that he went through, but also having that relationship with God. It, it, you just, you don't see that. So let, let us, let us be encouraged to know that, you know, it's a good thing to spend time with the Lord in prayer. It's a good thing to spend time with the Lord in reading the scriptures. It's a good thing to spend time with the Lord and being with other believers. It's a good thing to spend time with the Lord and, and, and fellowshipping with like-minded believers in the house of the Lord. Amen. It's a good thing to keep your mind stayed on thee. He will keep us in perfect peace, a mind stayed on thee. Amen. To God be the glory. This was this episode 18 is about the complete and first mentioned principles. There are other principles that are absolutely um, noteworthy to to learn about and to implement into your Bible study. Absolutely. But let me tell you, we, we have to do them one at a time. Right. We as we as we. Um, find ourselves studying different things. We find out that, you know, we are maybe we need to to look at a, a different type of principle of, of interpretation. Amen. We have others like the comparative mention, progressive election, covenantal, uh, chronometrical, ethnic, topological, literal, contextual, principle application. Um, so it, there, there are there are more than one way of looking at the word of God, of course, we know there is metaphorical, figurative, literal. There's there's so many ways to study the word of God. Amen. Because it's all about getting and understanding. Amen. Wisdom is the principal thing. And of all of our getting, let us get an understanding. Amen. To God be the glory. I've been your host and elder, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. I love you with the love of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Walk in the victory that God has given you. Amen. Be confident in the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth. Amen. Our Father loves you. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you. Amen. He who knew no sin gave up his life so that you may have a chance at life. And not just a chance at life, but to have life and life more abundantly. Amen. To God be the glory. Until next time, stay focused. This is the day.